4, verses 4 to 7. Galatians 4, 4 to 7. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of God's word effective and productive. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, every critical spirit that rise, we bind them in the name of Jesus. And we take victory in Jesus' name. All for your glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. They overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony. And so we overcome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Today's message is titled, The Gift That Keeps Giving. The Gift That Keeps Giving. Praise God. Hallelujah. Within the frame of time that we have, I want to cover as much as ground that I can. Reading from Galatians 4, 4 to 7, Paul writing to the, the church, he is writing what God has done and what has been accomplished and how it touches your life and my life. Praise God. Yes, as we read that verse, this is what we see. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. Praise the Lord. You are no longer a slave, but you are sons, God's children. Praise the Lord. I want you to look at this verse carefully, and there are some things that I want to highlight as we proceed into this text. Number one, who came? God's son came. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why did he come? He came to redeem us. Praise God. And when did he come? He came at the fullness of time, as one version puts it. This one says, when the time had fully come. Praise God. What did we get out of it? We became sons and daughters of the living God. What has happened to us? We have moved from being slaves to the sons or the children of God. Praise God. Great is the work that God has done in each and every one of our lives. The world around us is celebrating Christmas. And people celebrate Christmas in different ways. But we as God's children, we have a reason to celebrate every day. Praise God. God's people celebrate every day. Amen. Why is it? Because the scripture says, Thanks be unto our God, who daily leadeth us in triumphant procession. Praise God. To the world, Christmas reminds them what has happened in history. To a child of God, it should remind us what God has done in our lives and what God can 
continues to do in our lives. Praise the Lord. This is a time when people exchange gifts. When people exchange gifts, there are expectations. But the gifts that you and I have received from God is a very unique gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Praise God. It never ceases to give. Praise God. So who came? God's son came. Praise God. Who came? Church, say it. God's son came. Amen. Yes, why did he come? He came to redeem mankind. Praise God. Yes, how did he come? How did he come? The text says two things. Number one, God sent him. Number two, he was born of a woman. That's very important for us to understand that the birth of Jesus is not just a birth, an ordinary birth, like anybody else's birth on the face of the earth. The birth of Jesus is a very unique and one of a kind of birth. It's a miraculous birth. And what Paul does is, Paul is writing, he's saying that God sent his son. Praise God. God did not create his son, but God sent his son. Like we reminded from John 1.1 last week, what did we say? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Praise God. So God sent his son, and he was born of a woman. It shows the dual nature of Jesus Christ. It shows the deity of Christ, and it also shows the humanity of Christ. And this is very important for every man, woman on the earth to understand. And the children of God ought to get familiar with the fact that Jesus' birth was unique, and Jesus had a dual nature. He was fully man, and he was fully God. He was 100% God, and he was 100% man. As God, he is able to save us to the uttermost. Praise God. As man, he's able to empathize with us. He's able to sympathize with us. He's able to identify with us. Let me tell you, as you're seated in the presence of God, the one that we call Savior, the one that we call Redeemer, the one that we call Emmanuel, God with us, he is fully God and he's fully man. Praise God. As fully man, he understands every challenge that you go through in your life. As fully man, he understands the pain that you go through in your life. As fully man, he's able to identify every challenges, every obstacles, every hurdles, every grief, every sorrow, poverty, financial hardships, every kind of hardship that you and I go through in our lives. Every kind of assault in the mental realm, in the emotional realm, in the relational realm, every realms of our life, Jesus understands because he is, he was fully, and he came as a fully man. He's able to identify with our weaknesses. The writer of Hebrew puts it like this. He says, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who was tempted at every point, just as we are, yet he was without sin. So the Savior, the Redeemer, that the world celebrates today, and you and I celebrate, is one who understand. Praise God. If there's anybody in the house who's saying, no one understands what you are going through, yes, I will say amen to it. But let me tell you, Jesus understands. Praise God. Your neighbor probably don't. Your parents probably don't. Your friends probably don't. Your siblings probably don't. But Jesus understands very well what you are going through this morning. Amen. Praise God. The message of Christmas brings us hope 
because he's not only fully man, he's also fully God. As God, the writer of Hebrews says, he is able to save them to the uttermost. Wow! That means there is no issue that God cannot handle. That means there is no problem that God cannot resolve. That means there is no pain that God cannot bring a relief. That means there is no situation that's hopeless to him. That means regardless of how down you are gone under, there is no depth that God cannot reach you and pull you up. Hallelujah! That means no matter what instability, in what realm you are going through, God can bring you to a place where he can bring stability in your life. Praise God. As God is able to save you and me to the uttermost. Praise God. From the guttermost to the uttermost, Jesus is the one who brings about the transition. Praise God. Yes, he was sent by God. Born of woman. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What came out of it? The word says, hallelujah, redemption came out of it. Hallelujah. Yes. What is redemption? Redemption is paying the price. Praise God. Paying the price. Mankind was in sin. Mankind was bound in sin. Mankind was under the dominion of darkness. At the fullness of time, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came. Praise God. Gladly bearing the sin, the sickness, and shame of mankind. He went up on the cross. Hallelujah. Bearing our sins. Praise God. He laid down his life on your behalf and my behalf. The songwriter says it's a beautiful exchange. But you look at the cross, you will realize it's not a beautiful exchange. It's a gory sight on the cross. What Christ did on the cross was he paid the price. He paid the penalty. Praise God. The price was paid. Hallelujah. Praise God. This morning, you and I have a reason to celebrate. Praise God. Because we were bound, praise God, in sin. Bound by law. Praise God. Jesus came and set us free. You and I have been redeemed. Hallelujah. Praise God. What came out of it? Beautiful. Praise God. There is a transition that came out of it. And we'll touch a little later. Praise God. Hallelujah. When did it happen? So Paul puts it like this, that it happened at the fullness of time. Praise God. As we experience redemption in our lives, we want to realize, we want to acknowledge that the Son of God became a man to enable men to become what? Sons of God. Hallelujah. Now that's a beautiful exchange. Hallelujah. The Son of God became a man to enable men to become sons of God. So question number one is, praise God. Listen, God has done his part, you and I, we need to ask ourselves, am I this morning son of God, daughter of God, a child of God? Praise God. If that has not happened in our lives, we have to give room this morning for God to work in our lives. Hey, listen, God has a gift for you. God has a gift for you. And this gift is a very unique gift. I got a gift. All right? I got a gift. Nobody gave it to me. I just took it. It was sitting, it was sitting on, the, on the top of the cabinet. I said, why not? Let me just take this and use it as, as an illustration. God's gift for you. All right? Number one, it's a perfect gift. What's a perfect gift? If somebody were to tell you 
I have a perfect gift for you. What will go through your mind? Tell me, how would you define a perfect gift? Really? Really need it. It suffices my need. Okay, anybody else? Somebody else? Something that I'm looking forward to. Very good. What else? A perfect gift. Yes? Timely gift. Very good. Timely gift. What else? Praise God. God has a gift. That gift has the very nature of God. Praise God. God's gift has the nature of God. Amen. The Bible says, as Apostle James put it, every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights. In him there is no variation. He does not change like shifting shadows. God's gift, praise God, the Bible, Paul puts it, indescribable, unspeakable. The gift of God is a perfect gift. Praise God. Jesus is that perfect gift that God has for you and for me. Praise God. It has no blemish. It has no shortcoming. It's the sinless, perfect, absolute gift for you and for me. And the uniqueness of the gift of God is it keeps giving. If I were to give you this gift, you're going to go home and wrap it. And you're going to look and say, yeah. All right? But God's perfect gift is perfect. Just like the Father is perfect. It's a perfect gift. God has a perfect gift for you and for me. Number two, God's gift is precious. It is priceless. You cannot put a price tag for it. If you, if you Google this, you can probably find the price of it. You know? But let me tell you, God's gift of Jesus and salvation that you get out of, from him is priceless. You cannot put a price tag for it. Praise God. So this Morning, you and I need to come to the grips and we need to acknowledge the fact, number one, God's gift for me is a perfect gift. Number two, God's gift for me is a precious, priceless gift. Number three, God's gift for me is a personal gift. What is this personal gift? See, some people think God is so distant, so far away that he cannot relate to me. But the Lord that you and I serve is one that can relate to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you shed your tears, he can wipe your tears away. When you have a burden in your heart, you can unload your burdens before him. There is no secret that you can withhold from him. You can share your secret with him. You can share your darkest moments with him. You can share everything with him. God is a personal God. And this gift is a personal gift. Why is it a personal gift? Let me tell you. Every man within him has a God-shaped vacuum that only God can fill it. Your God-shaped vacuum in you. God can fill it and he can fill it to the point, uh, praise God, that it will fit in you perfectly, absolutely. It's a personal gift that, that meets you at the point of your need. Praise God. Jesus coming into your life can change your life for good. It's a personal gift. That's why we say, receive Christ as your personal Savior. Yes, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believeth in him should, should not perish but should have everlasting life. It's a fact that God gave his son as a gift to all of mankind. But the question is, are you receiving that gift of Jesus and salvation that comes to you from God as a personal gift to you? Praise God. I can't do it for you. 
You can't do it for me. Your parents cannot do it for you. You have to receive this personal gift into your life. That's when it becomes yours. Praise the Lord. One more. Yes, it's a perpetual gift. What is that? It's an unending, eternal, ever-abiding, unchanging gift. Praise God. Hey. If I were to give you a gift, after some time, it's going to fade, it's going to break, it's going to shatter, it will stop functioning, after some time it will become obsolete, after some time it might start rusting, praise God, it would wear out with time. But the gift that God gives is a perpetual gift, it's an unending everlasting, unchanging gift. Praise God. Wow. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a gift that is going to affect and impact my destiny. It will impact eternity. Praise God. It's a gift that takes me from this plane to his plane. Praise God. It's a gift that transports me from this realm to his realm. It's a gift that gives me his life, eternal life. It's a gift that gives me his life. Praise God. An unending life. God has a gift for you, with your name written on it. It's a perfect gift. It's a priceless gift. It's a precious gift. It's a personal gift. It is a perpetual gift. The question is, do you have it? Amen. Praise God. If you do have it, how do you use it? Praise God. If you do have it, how do you Use it, praise God, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Praise God. John 1.12 says, For all those who believed him and all those who received him and believed in his name, he gave them the right to become the children of God. Praise God. And in, in redemption, in regeneration, you become the children of God. In adoption, praise God, you are set as an adult son. Praise God. That's what it means. In other words, God has made you. Praise God. He has set you in his family as an adult son. Now, what does that mean? That means you have the right to tap into every blessing. You have the right to tap into the inheritance of Jesus Christ. You have the right to tap into the treasures of God. Praise God. You have an adult standing in the whole house of God, in the family of God, allowing you to experience, enjoy every blessing, every inheritance that Christ has with your name written on it. Praise God. Many a time we are satisfied. Oh, I'm a child of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God that you are a child of God. What we also need to understand that we have been given. Praise God. This standing as an adult son which enables us, which qualifies us. Praise God. To tap into the untold resources of God. Question is, where are you? Are you maximizing the gift? Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you just simply content with the fact that I am saved? Praise God. Praise God that we are saved. But are we exercising our God-given rights? Exercising our God-given grace? Exercising our God-given abilities? Exercising our God-given blessings in our lives? God wants us to move into that realm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So experience that gift. 
which is perfect in nature, which is priceless in nature, which is personal in nature, which is, which is perpetual in nature. Praise God and become everything that God has called you out to be. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. When did he come? He came at the fullness of time. He came at the fullness of time. In Greek, they use two particular words to define, to define time. One is kairos. The other one is chronos. Or in English, we call it chronos. Praise God. Two particular terms are used. And they, they both have different meaning. One is kairos, the, the God-open window, praise God, or God's perfect timing, praise God, or a window of opportunity that God opens for you and for me. The chronos is a time frame that we understand about as the chronological events that transpire, the sequence of events that take place. So these two particular terms are given in Greek. These two particular terms are used when it talks about time, the kairos moment of God and the chronos moment of God. The chronos moment of God is the chronological events that take place and the kairos moments of God are the opportunity, the window of opportunity opportunity that God opens with divine intervention in our lives. In Galatians 4.4, 4, when Paul writes that the fullness of time, or when the time fully came, the word chronos is used, or the chronological events. That's how it is used. In other words, what God put into motion Praise God. Because about Jesus, it is written, is the Lamb of God which was slain before the foundations of the world. Praise God. Jesus Christ is not, was not an idea that popped in the mind of God at the spur of the moment. Praise God. Yes, he is God himself and what God had put into motion. The time had fully come when the fullness of time came. Jesus, God sent Jesus and he was born of the woman. Praise God. Yes, praise God. God did not decide at the spur of the moment to take advantage of that particular moment. Geopolitically speaking, it was a right moment. Praise God. Rome was in power and the countries around Rome was controlled and occupied by Rome. Rome had brought a kind of peace at that time. Rome's organizational structures and infrastructures that was in that was already in place. There were highways and roads that connected from Rome to Every part of the world, praise God, every part of the world had access to come to the to to Rome, and it would make made easier for the gospel to spread and to go to the ends of the earth. Praise God. That time was ripe. Praise God. God had what God had put into motion from the beginning, what he had prophesied in the garden. Praise God. Had the time had come for Jesus to be born when the fullness of time came. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, God's timing. When that timing came, God sent his son, Jesus, into the world as our redeemer, as our savior. What does that mean? It means that God is able to orchestrate, to plan, to arrange, praise God, put in order everything that he needs to. And what God had put in order and what God had put in motion, he, he brought it to pass when Jesus was born. Praise God. Yes, let me tell you. Hallelujah. Yes, let me tell you this morning 
that God can put into motion his time in your life and my life. He can work with the Kairos moment. He can also work with the Kronos moments in our lives. In other words, God can put into motion the provision of God on your behalf and my behalf. And he can put it in a chronological way so that you can experience the bliss and the grace that God has prepared for you. At the same time, God can open a window of opportunity just cut out for you with your name on it. Praise God. So that you can enter into what God has for you, the provision that God has for you. When you, when you look into the Bible from the beginning, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, you see how God is involved in the timings of men. Now, listen to this. God is not confined to space or time. He's not confined to space or time. But in dealing with man who is confined to time and space, God chooses to intervene in the affairs of men so that he can implement his plan, his purpose, his program, his promise, his divine design that he has designed for you and for me. Ephesians 2.10. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, God can do so for you and for me. In the beginning, go and you will see. What do you see? You know? Praise God. The water is gone. Can you please get the water from there? Thank you. God has prepared a plan for you and for me. And for that, God can put into motion. And in this time, he can unveil the purpose of God for you and for me. From the beginning, you see how God is involved in the affairs of men. How God is able to orchestrate events in people's life so that God's purposes always fulfilled. Can you imagine Joseph? How God orchestrated events in his life. Joseph goes into the pit. From the pit he comes up and what God had orchestrated was the merchants, the Ishmaelite merchants had arrived. And their journey took them right by the side of the pit that Joseph was in. Praise God. Listen, before Joseph started his journey from his home, the Ishmaelite had already started their journey. And God had orchestrated events in such a manner that they would cross their paths in such a way that he, Joseph, will be given a ride. It's not a free ride. It's a slave ride. But it's a slave ride that's going to take him to the pinnacle that God had programmed for him. That's how God orchestrates events, people, and timings in our life that ultimately the purpose of God is fulfilled. I don't know if you have a witness. Do you remember how God has done that in your life? Praise God. Hallelujah. Esther. Think about Esther. And this is how it's written. Who knows? Who says this? Mordecai says, who knows? Maybe you came to this place for such a time as this. Praise God. Nobody knew. Praise God. The plot that was brewing, the plot that was being, the plot that was in the heart, in the mind of Haman. Nobody knew it, but God knew it. Praise God. And God's solution was an orphan girl in his time, in his place, to, to counterattack the motion, the checkmate that Satan had put. God would put an orphan girl who had come, a queen, as a checkmate to stop 
the plan to derail and to disable the plan that Haman and the wicked one had put. Praise God. Hey, what are we talking about? We are talking about God who is involved in the affairs of man using the Kairos moment of God and the Kronos moment of God. Praise God. God employs both this as he will, as he chooses to ultimately fulfill the purpose of God. So what is it that you and I have to do? You and I have to pray, Lord, let me become God's man in God's place at God's timing. We need to pray, Lord, make me the woman who is God's woman at God's time in God's place. Praise God. David, when he walked away from his father with the supplies, he had no idea that that who was he who was shrouded in obscurity within a moment, the Israel would be singing his praises. It was the timing of God. So you and I have to pray, Lord, help me to travel with the timing of God. Lord, help me to jump on the vehicle that you have prepared for me so that I will move with the timing of God. Moving in the timing of God does not mean that you would not have setbacks. It does not mean that you would not have challenge. It does not mean you would not have no hurdles or obstacles. But if you are moving in the time of God, the vehicle that God has prepared is powered by the hand of God. It's powered by the spirit of God. It's powered by the will of God. It's powered by the provision of God. And it will take you to the destiny that he has designed for you and for me. Hallelujah! So my prayer, your prayer, Lord, make me the man of God. Praise God. In God's place, in God's timing, to fulfill the will of God. Praise God. Let's don't just celebrate Christmas like that. Praise God. As you receive Christ, the priceless gift in you, allow that gift to change you, to transform you. Praise God. To start up. That God-given ability in you. To stir up that, that grace that's instilled within you. To stir up the abilities that is in you. So that you will become everything. Praise God. That God has ordained you to be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Question we need to ask is, am I available? Am I available? Praise God. To do, to become God's solution for the maladies of mankind. Joseph was a solution to the global problem that the world faced at that time. Esther was a solution to the problem that the Jewish people were facing. David was a solution. Praise God to the problem that Israel as a nation was placing, was facing. Hallelujah. You and I, you and I are a solution to the problems that the world is facing. The world in your home, the world in your community, the world in your neighborhood, the world in your workplace, the world in your society. You and I are solution. Would you tell Jesus this morning, I yield my life to you. Praise God. Use me as a solution. Use me as a weapon, an arrow in the quiver of God. Praise God. Ready to be used by the Lord at his Back and his call. Praise God. Timing. Time is of essence. And you and I have to come. Where we move with the rhythm of God. Hallelujah. Pray. Lord help me to move with the rhythm of God. 
If we have to move with the rhythm of God, our ears have to be, praise God, synchronized, fine-tuned with the drumbeat of God. When he beats the drum, you move. When he stops the drum, you stop moving. Praise God. You and I, we have to synchronize. Our steps have to be synchronized with the drumbeat of God. Moving with the rhythm of God. This Christmas season, ask God, help me to move with the rhythm of God. Do you know? Jesus moved with the rhythm of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mary, the mother of Jesus, came and says, you know, they have run out of wine. Jesus said, woman, what is it that? With you, with, with you and me? Huh? What did he say? My time has not yet come. His brothers told him, Jesus, why do you do these miracles in this small setting? Go where everybody gathers. Do your signs and wonders there. But Jesus said his thought, his time has not come. Praise God. Hallelujah. He knew that he, was, he had to move with the timing of God. Praise God. But in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, the hour has come. Praise God. Moving with the timings of God. The hour has come. Praise God. Do you move with the rhythm of God? Praise God. As God help me, Father, to move with the rhythm of God. Help me to understand the timings of God. And help me to move with the rhythm of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. He told his disciples, Look, the hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of the, son, of the sinner. Praise God. Whose timing? Whose hour? God's timing. God's hour. Praise God. Yes. Do you remember? When God's provision was initiated for you? Do you remember when the Kairos moments opened for you? When everything was hopeless, God opened a window of opportunity for you. Praise God. Do you look back and see how the Kronos moments of God worked for you one after the other, one after the other, one after the other? Praise God. Whether you are in the Kronos moment of God or the Kairos moment of God, let me tell you, God is in control. Praise God. God is in control. If you're feeling low this morning, I want to tell you, God is in control. If you're riding high, I want to tell you, you are powered not by Duracell. You're not powered by Energizer. You are powered by the power of God. Therefore, look back and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You remember the day of salvation? I remember the day that I got saved. It's etched in my memory. The other day I was visiting somebody and they asked me, Do you remember the day that I said that you got saved? I said, Yes, September 25th, 1977. I stood up in the church, praise God, as a young lad, and I gave my heart to Jesus. Praise God. With tears running through my cheeks, I said, I make Jesus the Lord of my life. Praise God. Folks, when the time fully came, God sent his son into the world. My question this morning is, it's a fact that God key sent his son into the world. The question is, has he come into your heart? Has he come into your heart? If he has not come into your heart, as a savior, as a redeemer, let me tell you, the Christmas that you are celebrating is a temporary phenomenon. Praise God. It's just a day of celebration. You want to experience the Lord of life in your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, this is how Paul writes to the Romans. Romans 13, 11, he says, 
and do this understanding the present time the hour already has come the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed if you are already a christian the bible says the salvation is much more near than what you have believed what is that what does that mean it means the second coming of christ is at hand just like he came at the fullness of time to redeem mankind praise god hallelujah is going to come a second time to gather his church church are you ready praise god but if you are sleeping praise god it's time for you to wake up before it's too late you need to wake up and make up for the time that has been lost turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor neighbor wake up and make up tell your neighbor wake up and make up praise god if you've been sleeping if you've been slumbering some sleep in the church some slumber in the church some are widely awake but they are elsewhere praise god the time is at hand for you to wake up and make up for the time that's already lost praise god if you're not let me tell you the clock is ticking away and you don't have much time now is the time praise god if you've never given your heart to jesus let me tell you this christmas season this is how paul puts it in second corinthians 6:2 for he says in the time of my favor i heard you and in the day of salvation i helped you i tell you now is the time of god's favor now is the day of salvation praise god would you allow christ to be born into your heart praise god hallelujah can you ask yourself what's the time turn your neighbor and ask your neighbor what's the time praise god in the clock that god has for you where are you are you in the will of god are you in the provision of god are you in the providence of god have you received Christ in your life as your savior praise god perhaps this is a kairos moment for you the window of opportunity that god has opened just for you or maybe it's a chronos moment for you that you are just followed the sequence yesterday was saturday today is sunday sunday we go to church let's go to church perhaps it's a sequence that you are following either way if it's a miracle that you're sitting here if it's an unplanned thing that you're sitting here or it's a planned thing that you're sitting here praise god god is reaching out to you and saying i have a perfect gift for you i have a priceless gift for you i have a personal gift for you i have a perpetual gift for you would you like to receive it into your life into your heart hallelujah yes if i were to give this gift out praise god hallelujah hey take it take it both hands both hands she receives this gift with her hands but the gift that god gives you don't receive it with your hands you have to receive it with your heart you have to receive it with your heart praise god not just an open hand but an open heart would you open your heart and say jesus i receive you into my heart come into my heart change the course of my destiny change my status transport me from slaves to sin to sons of god 
Hallelujah. Transport me from the dominion of darkness to the dominion of light. Transport me from fear, phobia to faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. Transport me from the shy person that I am to the bold, courageous person that I am. Transport me from the timid person that I am to that brave person that God can use me for His glory. Oh, transport me from hell bound to heaven bound. All eyes closed at the fullness of time. God sent His Son. At the fullness of time, God sent His Son. The sun came. The question is, have you opened your heart to him? Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Would you receive him as your Savior that can change your life forever? Praise God. Are you sleeping in slumber? The Bible says, wake up, wake up. The hour of salvation is much more near than what you believe. The window of opportunity, the window of time, the gift of time is closing in. Would you enter through it and fulfill the plan of God? Oh, Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Jesus. Who will say in this house? I am ready to receive that gift. The gift that God has prepared for me. The gift of a Savior. The gift of a Redeemer. A gift that will make me a child of God. Son of God. A daughter of God. Is there anybody in the house who will say, I am, I am ready to receive him. Slip your hands up. And we will pray with you. Anybody in the house? Praise God. Anybody else? Hallelujah. If you felt that the time has passed by and you have done nothing for Him, maybe you call yourself a Christian, you come and sit in the pews, but let me ask you, what have you done for Him? Praise God. Will you say, Lord, you give me one more year, as I enter into the next year, here I am. Praise God. I will move with the vehicle of God. I will move with the time machine of God. I will move with the rhythm of God. If you are that person, put your hands up. Praise God. We're going to pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you. For every hands that have come up, seal their decision. Give them the resolve. To stand firm. To stand firm on their decision. And allow the will of God to be fulfilled in their lives. Bless us together. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We'll sing and we'll prepare ourselves.